Hello dear students. Welcome to Army Public School Delhi Kent podcast for class 12th English. And I am your host Renu Singh. Today I'll take up another chapter, the interview written by Christopher Sylvester from your book Flamingo. For the purpose of better understanding, this audio is divided into various segments. First part would be about the author, then background of the chapter and after that the summary of the chapter. So, first about the author. The interview chapter has been written by Christopher Sylvester and he was born in 1959 and educated at Lansing College, Peterhouse, Cambridge where he started history. From 1983 to 1994, for almost 10 years, he worked as a reporter with Private Eye. He has written for several newspapers and magazines, including The Evening Standard, The Guardian, The Observer and Vanity Fair. He is also the editor of The Penguin Book of Interviews, an anthology from 1859 to the present day. So now the background of the chapter. This chapter is an extra, is an extract taken from the Penguin Book of Interview, an anthology that means the collection from 1859 to the present day. Present day here means 1993 when this he completed compilation. Actually Christopher Sylvester compiled the collections of interviews of various personalities from 1859 to 1993. And this chapter is an extract taken from the, those interviews only, on the, that compilation only. And this, for a better understanding, this chapter has been divided into two parts. The first part of the interview is about uh, the functions of the interview, its merits and demerits, and also, it also discloses the views of other authors, novelists, and uh, about interview. The second part is an uh, extract from an interview of Amritayuko by the editor of Hindu, uh, Mukund Padmanabhan. So, now the story of the, the summary of the chapter. The chapter starts with the authors introdu- introducing us to the method of interview. We learn that it is pretty common in journalism and its origin dates before, uh, back 230 years before. He expresses that unsurprisingly, various people carry different opinion about the concept of interview and its uses. Some people think of it very highly, while others can't, can't bear giving an interview. The chapter tells us that an interview can make a lasting impression. Moreover, as per an old saying, when we make perception about a particular person, the original identity of their soul is taken away. That means we have a preconceived idea about that person. And we also learn how the most popular celebrities have criticized interviews. And the novelist whose opinion has been covered in this chapter are V.S. Naipaul, Lois Carroll, Saul Bellow, H.G. Wales 
and Rudyard Kipling. So all these novelists criticized the art of interview. B.S. Naipaul, uh, he was a writer of Indian descent. He is also known as a cosmopolitan writer. He considers the interview that the interview steals the part of the interviewee and, and one gets wounded. And Lois Carroll, the creator of Alice in Wonderland, he always horrified from interviewers and never consented to be interviewed because he would feel that the interview would make him more famous and then he would be compelled to entertain a large group of people. Saul Bellow, another playwright and uh, a novelist, he regards the interview as, a, uh, as if someone has put a thumbprint on windpipe. That means somebody has choked. H.G. Wales finds interview as an ordeal. But after 40 years, he himself interviewed Joseph Stalin, the Russian revolutionary. Rudyard Kepling, who is a very famous writer, you must be knowing students, uh, who has written the Jungle Book. He doesn't have a good view about the interview. He thinks of interviewing as an assault and further adds that it should be a punishable offence. He would go to the extent of saying that no respectable person asks for or gives an interview. He, it is an uh, ironical statement because few years before he himself perpetrated such an assault on Mark Twain. Means he himself interviewed Mark Twain. Every coin has two facets. Hence, interview also has some positive points. All these uh, writers or novelists have talked all negative things about it. But it is considered to be the best medium of communication. And it gives us chance to know about our favorite uh, heroes and heroines and our idols. It is an authentic source of information and truth because it comes from the horse's mouth. It is the best, best source of entertainment also. So it is not only the negative point which because where the interviewees are uh, telling about the interview. Uh, here in general as an, as an audience we find all these positive points in it because we are not being interviewed. So uh, with this we end uh, with the first part. The second part is is the of the interview is an extract from Amrita Eko's interview. Mukund Padmanabhan, the editor of the Hindu, interviewed Amrita Eko, the professor of uh, semiotics at University of Bologna, Italy. He has a daunting status as a scholar for his philosophies on semiotics. Semiotics means the study of science. He was, lit, uh, he was also a literary interpretations and medieval aesthetics before taking up writing fiction. In his interview, we see it centers on his successful novel, The Name of the Rose, which was published in 1980. His novel sold more than 10 million copies and Mukunda, uh, Mukund begin, uh, begins by saying Amrito that how he manages to do such different things. On this, he replies, saying he is doing the same thing. He writes about non-violence and peace. 
in all his works, whether he is writing for children or he is writing for adults. We learn that Amrito Eko classifies himself as an academic scholar and he attended various academic conferences throughout the week and writes novels on Sundays. Moreover, he expresses that others, that others considering him as a novelist and not scholar does not affect him at all because one can't reach to million people through academic work. Moreover, he also stressed upon the time management. He teaches us about the time management. Uh, he believes that we live in the empty spaces, like the ones in the atoms. And he refers that, he refers them as interstices and admits that he, doesn't, he does most of his productive work in the course of that time only. In those empty spaces. And speaking about the novel, he remarks that it is not an easy read. It has got a detective feature, feature to it and also metaphysics, theology, medieval history and, uh, and detective things in that. Similarly, he thinks that if he wrote the novel 10 years earlier or later, it would not have achieved the same success which it which it has achieved now to sum up we learn that how people differ when it comes to interviews nonetheless they are very informative and very interesting as we have seen from Amrita Eko's interview and we also learn about uh, the time management so now, you pick up your book and revise your chapter. If you find any doubt, you are more than welcome. Thank you.